Blackbuster Group made $107 million from ransom payments. A hacking team founder is arrested in Italy for attempted murder. The US government seizes the Sinbad cryptocurrency mixer. And Okta's October data breach is larger than initially thought. This is Risky Business News, prepared by Catlin Campanu. Today is December 1st, and this podcast episode is brought to you by Corelight. The Blackbuster ransomware gang is believed to have made more than $107 million in ransom payments since the group began operations in early 2022. The number represents payments made by more than 90 victims of the 329 organisations known to have been hit by the group. Joint research published by blockchain tracking company Elliptic and cyber insurance provider Corvus Insurance suggests that the largest payment was $9 million, while the average was $1.2 million. Some of the gang's biggest victims include UK outsourcing giant Capita, German arms manufacturer Rheinmetall, industrial automation company ABB, and food retail giant Sobeys. The founder of the now-defunct spyware maker hacking team has been arrested in Italy. David Vincenzetti was detained by authorities over the weekend after allegedly stabbing a family member. A judge has ordered Vincenzetti to be analysed for mental health issues. Okta says that the hackers who breached its customer support system in October stole data on all its customers. Initially, the company said that only 1% of its customers had been affected. Okta is currently notifying all customers via email and asking organisations to enable MFA for their Okta admin accounts. The company says that some of its own employee information was also accessed. CISA is warning that a threat actor is likely exploiting weak passwords to take control of Unitronics PLCs used in the US water management sector. The agency is urging organisations to enable MFA, remove the devices from the internet or place them behind a firewall. While CISA didn't name the threat actor, they are most likely referring to Iranian hacktivist group Cyber Avengers. The group hacked water pumps in the town of Aliquippa, Pennsylvania last week after exploiting Unitronics PLCs. CISA has also published its first ever Secure by Design alert as part of its initiative to improve the state of modern software. The first document urges software vendors to design more secure web management interfaces. CISA's main recommendations include disabling a product's web management interface by default and configuring products to stop operating when the web management interface is exposed on the internet. France has banned government officials from using foreign encrypted messaging services like Telegram, Signal and WhatsApp. The government is notifying ministers and their cabinet staff that they must uninstall the apps from their devices by the 8th of December. Instead, French officials have been told to use locally developed alternatives like Tshap and Olvid. Officials cited privacy risks and a need to advance towards greater French technological sovereignty. 13 Canadian government agencies and federal departments have access to spyware and hacking tools, according to documents obtained by Radio Canada. The list includes law enforcement agencies, but also departments that deal with environmental protection, climate change and natural resources. The tools have features that can recover and analyse data found on computers, tablets and mobile phones. 
Some tools can also recover data from cloud services and others can recover encrypted and password-protected information. Suppliers include companies like Celebrite, Magnet Forensics and Grayshift. Google has announced a $10 million investment in cybersecurity training programs across Europe that will provide universities with cybersecurity training and course material for their students. Eight universities in eight different European countries will receive funding of up to $1 million to get their cybersecurity courses started. Other universities can also apply. Google has launched a centre in Malaga, Spain to coordinate the effort. Earlier this year, Google also committed $20 million to the creation of cybersecurity clinics at 20 higher education institutions in the US. Meta says it's having an increasingly hard time spotting foreign influence campaigns since US judges have barred US government agencies from interacting with the company. Meta Head of Security Nathaniel Gleischer says the company hasn't received any new information from US government agencies since July. Meta statements come as the company publishes its quarterly threat report for the third quarter of 2023, which includes information on three major influence operations. Two are of Chinese origin and one is from Russia. A U.S. judge has sentenced a Ukrainian national to eight years in prison for running SSNDOB, an online marketplace that sold the personal information of more than 24 million Americans. Vitaly Chichasov was arrested in March 2022 while attempting to enter Hungary and was extradited to the U.S. in July of the same year when the FBI also seized the SSNDOB portals. Officials say Chichasov made $19 million from running SSNDOB, which ran on five different domains. The US government has sanctioned and seized Sinbad, a cryptocurrency mixing service. The service was used by North Korean hackers to launder funds stolen from cryptocurrency platforms like Horizon Bridge, Axie Infinity, Stake, FTX, Badger Doe, CoinEx and Atomic Wallet owners. U.S. officials say the service was also used to obfuscate transactions linked to sanctions evasion, drug trafficking and the purchase of child sexual abuse materials. Sinbad launched in February this year and is believed to be a rebrand of Blender, another cryptocurrency mixing service. Blender was sanctioned by the U.S. Treasury in May 2022, also for helping North Korean hackers launder stolen funds. The Cactus Ransomware Gang is exploiting three vulnerabilities in ClickSense business analytics servers for initial access to corporate networks. All three vulnerabilities were discovered by security firm Praetorian and patched in August and September this year. Security firm Arctic Wolf spotted the attacks on Click servers, which appear to have begun this week. Russian security firm Positive Technologies says that a threat actor named Hellhounds has been conducting intrusions against Russian organisations. PT linked the group to at least 20 intrusions and said Hellhounds hacked and destroyed infrastructure at a Russian telecom operator. Described by the Russian telco as the Thanos click, the incident resulted in the destruction of customer and billing databases and a day-long outage for the company's customers. 
Office supply retail chain Staples took down some of its IT systems to contain a cybersecurity incident. The company says it's restoring affected systems, but the incident is affecting its ability to process and deliver orders via its website. Staples did not say if it was dealing with a ransomware attack. The company has directed customers to its stores for urgent orders. A threat actor has breached the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency after exploiting a vulnerability in a network device. According to Japanese media, JAXA didn't notice the hack and only recently learned of the breach from law enforcement. The space agency says the hacked systems didn't contain information about its rockets and space technology. Electric car maker Rivian has fixed a buggy firmware update that bricked 3% of the company's infotainment systems. The company has blamed the bug on a bad certificate. Rivian said it tested the firmware update on more than 1,000 vehicles before it went out, but the bug didn't show up in tests. Binali researchers have discovered a set of security vulnerabilities in image passing libraries that are included with BIOS firmware. Named LogoFail, the vulnerabilities exploit a feature of BIOS firmware that allows companies to add their logo to a PC's boot-up screen. Binali says many of these libraries are vulnerable and allow threat actors to upload malformed logo images inside the BIOS and execute malicious code to bypass secure boot and take over devices. Binali says the logo fail vulnerabilities can be exploited on x86 or ARM-based devices from companies like Intel, Acer and Lenovo. It also impacts UEFI firmware produced by AMI, Inside and Phoenix. That's all for this podcast edition. Today's show was brought to you by our sponsor, Corelight. Find them at corelight.com. <laughs>